0: hey everybody welcome to Tuscan Radio I'm your host gret and today we've got a lot of news to talk about we got a uh, content update for Star Wars squadrons uh I'm going deeper into the Lego Star Wars holiday special never thought I'd say that but uh so that's what's happening and uh I got reviews for Star Wars bounty hunters number six and number seven so and that's what's going on today so starting out with the news um got a regular segment star wars on disney plus december 2020 um not a whole lot star wars content coming in december in terms I mean it's not like marvel where like there's so much more of it and there's tv shows and everything but like the majority of the star wars back catalog is already was streaming on disney plus from like day one day one it was there um most, like, most of the films, we now have all 12 canon movies, nine Skywalker Saga films, Rogue One, Solo, the Clone Wars movie, all the shows on there, so, really, I think it's just, like, some little Lego specials, the two Ewok movies, and, uh, the old holiday special is what's missing. There might be a few other things, but, uh, I think that's the majority of it, but, anyway, so, uh, December t- twenty twenty today we got I'm recording this thir- th- Thursday night it's like four thirty p.m. so if there's big big news like a, the Taika Waititi mo- movie like its plot synopsis that's talking about next week but um so uh, December fourth we're getting the Mandalorian season two episode six chapter fourteen. Friday, December eleventh, we're getting the Mandalorian season to episode 7, Chapter 15. And Friday, December 18th, we're getting the Mandalorian season to episode 8, Chapter 16. So that's the uh final three episodes of The Mandalorian season two bring the season to a close. Um something very interesting is coming after that. Not on Disney Plus, not Star Wars, but um new movie is gonna premiere on HBO Max on Christmas Day. Wonder Woman 1984. This is big. This is, like, I think one of... This is the first, like, big blockbuster movie, I think, I think, to be released both on streaming and in theaters on the same day. This is the end of theaters. It is. It it is, and that's really, really sad to say. Because, I mean, I've been going back and watching trailer reactions this past week for the sequel trilogy and for Endgame. I just love the theater energy. I'm really, really sad that I'm only going to get to see, I'm going to say, no more than three more Star Wars movies in theaters. We have a trilogy coming out. I think there might be a couple of theaters left 2023. You know? When that first film, the trilogy is going to come out. Twenty twenty five, even less. Twenty twenty seven. I I don't think there's going to be that many left, if any. So, I mean, we got. I mean, a lot of people have home theaters. We are finishing up our basement right now. It's gonna be done in like a couple of days. So we're gonna have, a pretty big screen down there. Um. It's and like if I I think if you look up like home theater. It's not going to look like that, but, you know, st- still a pretty big screen from from a projector, so I I hope that I get to just experience that Star Wars energy in theaters for just one last time, just knowing it my last time going to go see a Star Wars movie in a movie theater, so. That's pretty sad, but, I mean, Disney's going to be... Doing it with Black Widow pretty soon. Uh, I think it all depends on what happens with this Wonder Woman movie. Um, you know, that'll depend on what happens to Black Widow, and the rest of the MCU Phase Four and Phase Five, and then you've got Star Wars and Avatar. Um, so it's it's just oh, it's so sad. It's it's I'm really really disappointed. And just nobody's wearing masks. I think we all knew that, like, the end of theaters were coming. I just... I did not think it would be this soon. And COVID, you know, COVID has definitely brought it up a lot. So, all right. That's just... That's that. I'm really, really sad that I might never get to see a Star Wars movie in a theater again. I was thinking this past week, like, what if what they did... What if Disney, what if did Disney starts a theater? If Disney starts a theater and instead of doing like, like a ticket, you have to prove that you're subscribed to Disney Plus. I think if like we can get something like that, we might be good. Like if if there can be, a system where you can prove like there's like a theater like AMC or something so and and then if you can prove that like if you just show a thing on your phone just like show like you get like a a ticket email or something it's like your official ticket for Star Wars The High Republic Episode 1 or something like that then you get in the movie you know like I, I really think that's that I know there were rumors a couple of weeks or months ago about Disney buying a theater chain. I, I I would have really liked that. I really, really would like that a lot. Um my you know, my two biggest franchises that I follow, Star Wars the MCU, they both change, like right now with Star Wars my number one. But when The Mandalorian ends, and we got one division like, two months, Marvel's going to go up there then. So, both my my favorite franchises are both, um, are both owned by Disney. They both, I mean, I just hope I can see, like, that Eternals movie on the big screen. Like, because that's going to be huge. That's going to be huge. And I'm... I'm so so ready for just that movie. I really want to see to see like a cosmic movie in the theater. You know. Yeah. All right. And then talking about theaters now. Um, I want to talk about something fun. Um. The Mandalorian season three by the, uh, Slovakian D- Disney Plus account, the official account. Has revealed. That, um, you know, um, they showed something like The Future of Disney Plus, and it just showed, like, The Mandalorian, all three seasons streaming 2021. Um, again, you know, did Disney Plus, like, January 1st, 2020, put out what's coming to, to Disney Plus in 2020? Three of the shows they highlighted. WandaVision, The Falcon and Winter Soldier, and Lizzie McGuire's Season 3, which I don't watch that show, but I, I remember that was huge when it was announced. Both Falcon and Winter Soldier and, and WandaVision all got delayed to 2021, which, I mean, WandaVision's come out, like, mid-January. That's basically 2020. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I, I guess late February, early March. And Lizzie McGuire just canceled. That didn't happen. I think they got like a couple episodes in. They were like, you don't want to keep it this family friendly. Let's let's make it a little darker. Disney didn't want to do that. So there was talk about going to Hulu. Now it's just not happening. So um, yeah. this. So take this with a grain of salt. Yes, it is an official account they haven't started filming uh yeah i think the filming schedule is casting andor series boba fett miniseries the mandalorian season 3 kenobi starts filming in march cuz they all have to use the volume not to mention the uh marvel shows which it's not star wars so they marvel can probably do more like filming in, like, New York City and stuff, like, the Marvel shows, like, we've seen, like, Falcon and the Winter Soldier have pictures, like, filming, like, in actual locations, like, canyons and stuff, like, those are all on location, they were gonna film in Prague, and Brazil, I think, or Argentina, so, like, the Star Wars shows, though, they have to share the volume, so, um, that's a little harder to manage my guess still for release we get uh the cat the first se- season of the casting andor series um fall twenty twenty one and this is just for live action stuff i know we're getting we're, we're getting the bad batch uh probably in the first half of twenty twenty one my guess is february just i have a feeling that's what they're gonna be doing like just do like an animated series. Every February, I don't know, may, may, maybe they'll choose to launch it on like May 4th, and it's possible. Uh, I don't know how much they want to air, like, Star Wars and Marvel shows at the same time. Th- those are D- Disney's two biggest money makers right there, so, yeah. Um. So, anyway, I think we're getting Cassian Andor series in the fall. Like, right after that, I think we're getting the Boba Fett series. January of 2022 is Kenobi. Those six episodes. And then, um, my guess is March 2022, we get The Mandalorian back. I don't know, that's just my guess. Uh, that's usually what s- streaming shows do. Like, they do, like... Just, just talk. Take Daredevil. Daredevil was one of my my favorite shows. They did like first first season was um was April twenty fifteen. Then it was, and season two was like eleven months later, March of twenty sixteen. Season three, of Daredevil was like two and a half years after that. Again, that was everything that was part of bigger universe. Charlie Cox had to film Defender series, so that's kind of like daredevil season 2.5 still i i, I think we're going to be seeing a third season the mandalorian in about a year and a half is my guess but it's fine we got at the start we got other star wars shows we got the bad Batch. we got cassie Andor, kenobi Bo, Bo, boba fett the possible uh rebels sequel or season five so i i, I think we're fine i think we're fine um so, yes, that is it's that uh we got some squadrons updates coming. Let me just pull this up. I actually had this pulled up previously, but I did not. Um All right. So, this is officially from starwars.com. Um getting two content updates. We're getting one like so there's a two part content update. Um the first one the first update is going to be where is it? November twenty fifth. So that is that's Wednesday. That's like five days from now Wednesday um I'm getting the first update which will include it will include um a new multiplayer map, the Foster, the Foster Haven, and which for those of you who play the campaign, I'm almost done with it. I have like five or six missions left. I haven't played in a while, but um that's like the map from the beginning of the game. If you remember, like the prologue, and you go back there. I think like mission six or seven. I don't I don't quite remember. But um I really like that map. I think that's my, my favorite map so far. That one and the Yavin map, I think those are both really, really cool. I really like those maps. Um and the big one is coming in December. Where we're getting two new Starfighters and custom matches. So those two new starfighters, we're getting B Wings and TIE Defenders. So that's every Rebellion starfighter. So we will have A-Wings, B-Wings, U-Wings, X-Wings, and Y-Wings. i put those all in alphabetical order off the top of my head. So, um, it's weird. You got, like, there's three fighter classes for both New Republic and Empire. And then both factions have, um... Both factions have uh, support ships. So the three uh, fighter classes are, obviously, fighter, which is X-Wing, TIE Fighter. We have Interceptor, which is A-Wing, and TIE Interceptor, which is my favorite. And then Bomber, which is Y-Wing, and TIE Bomber. So it's weird. I I thought they were going to add, like, a new class um, for these two ships. They're not. Um, the B-Wing is going to be a bomber. So that's two New Republic bombers, well, there's only one for the Empire. And the Tide Defender is going to be a fighter. So then again, that's two fighters for the Empire, but... There's still just one for the New Republic, which is the X-Wing. Um, they said that, like, they said that the, uh, what is it, the, oh, my God, yeah, oh, what's it called? Like, the balance, sorry, balance. The balance is going to still be pretty even. They said they, they took it, in, they said they've t- taken that in, into consideration a lot. But then again, Disney also said that they had the sequels planned out. So, uh, I'm just kidding. I think this game will continue to be awesome. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I still think it's going to be great. So... i um, got one thing about George Lucas on Young Anakin, but that's going to take a while, so we'll talk about that last. Um. Alright, so... We got some new Galaxy's Edge picks. Uh, sorry, my, my dad just asked if I want Chick Fil A, so I said yeah. Uh, all right, sorry. Um, we got some new picks from the new. Um. Oh, we did. Sorry, I have not. I forgot this came out on Friday. I have not been all there today. Sorry. Um, yeah. So, got some. So just the rundown of new Star Wars content this week, you got new content, like Tuesday through Friday, again, one new thing each day. Um, two, Tuesday, we, of course, got the LEGO Star Wars Holiday Special on Disney+. Plus. Wednesday, Bounty Hunters number seven hit store shelves. Um, today, th- th- Thursday, there's um, the new Oculus Quest game, Tales from the Galaxy's Edge. I do not have an Oculus Quest. If anybody who listens to this show has an Oculus Quest and has played Tales from the Galaxy's Edge, send, send an email, mandalorianpodcast@gmail.com. Tell me what you think of the game. Because I want to know. I don't have the Oculus Quest, so just tell me what you thought of the game, and I'll read your email on here. Or if you want to come on the show, just, uh, we'll work it out. Um, yeah. So, um... And today, Friday, uh, The Mandalorian season, episode 4, chapter 12, which Carl Weathers, who's who's directing this episode, retweeted a thing on his Twitter today that mentioned that the title was Chapter 12, The Siege. It was all about, but his, his tweet was all about, like, it's a great honor to direct tomorrow's episode of The Mandalorian. So, just the fact that he retweeted it, that it said, like, The Siege, makes me think that Today's episode, Chapter 12, The Siege. Again, I'm recording this. It's like 5 p.m. now, Thursday. We don't have the episode yet. We're not going to know for sure until tomorrow morning, but right now, I'm going to have to say that we also have uh, Season 4 of The Mandalorian, Chapter 12, The Siege. So, yeah, that's just... That could either be very right or very wrong. We had some episode title leaks back in April. That have not been accurate whatsoever so far. So like it was like chapter nine, the search, chapter ten, the confrontation, chapter eleven, the bounty. So Yeah. Um anyway, let's talk about Galaxy's Edge. Right now we have some new look. We have a new look at um this. Um I just wanna see the new pictures. Hotel. All right, because we got just some new pictures of the hotel. All right, here we go. The new Galactic Star Cruiser. Um. So the um, official the official description for the Galactic Star Cruiser in the in galaxy far, far away, progress continues. Like Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, where guests will live aboard a starship for a two-day, two-night experience. Unlike any typical cruise, though. You can become the heroes of your own star Wars story in a type in a new type of immersive experience that only Disney could create. Guests will cruise the galaxy in style aboard the halcyon halcyon I don't know how to pronounce that known for its impeccable service and exotic destinations on board you'll stay in well appointed cabins experience on board dining make a planet set excursion to Black Spire post on bet two and much more so we've got some all-new picture we got uh, I think it looks like two new pictures of like the rooms of the hotel I will post these on our Instagram at kid commentaries Network so you guys can go and check that out uh, go follow us on Instagram at kid commentaries Network So, you can then, uh, so it looks like, oh my god, this looks so cool. Oh my god. If I were to describe these, it would take another hour, so I'm not going to, you guys can go and see them yourself, because I know that anything I say will not do, do justice whatsoever to what, this, this just looks like Star Wars. This just looks like Star Wars. Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. I'm uh, oh my god, I, I am very excited for this. Wow. Good job, did Disney. Good good job. Good job. Um Alright. Um Do I have anything else to say right now? Oh yeah, we're gonna take a little break. Um when we come back I got some talk about the two new issues of Star Wars Bounty Hunters, and I got a deeper dive into Lego Star Wars Holiday Special, so stick around, everybody, for that. Hey, everybody, Uh, we're back. Um and I just finished rewatching the holiday special, the new holiday special, and the, um, and I just read the two late latest issues of Marvel's Bounty Hunters. So, I had on the slate of stuff to talk about this week. I had a thing about the um, uh, got some news about you know uh. Apparently, Fox executives told George a young Anakin will ruin the franchise. So now, looking and reading through these articles and everything, um, I, there is just way, way too much. There is way too much to just talk about here so when the new star wars archives 1999 2005 cookbook comes out i'm gonna get that book uh comes out december 13th how much is the book gonna cost because i will pre order this book on amazon right now how much is it gonna cost um i'll read it and then i'll just talk about the most interesting things from the book Star Wars Archives 19. Oh my god, it's like $150. Jeez. Yeah, that isn't a. This is an expensive book. Man, these. These. Like, coffee table Star Wars books. These. These are expensive. Okay, yep. No, no, no. Oh, well, when the book comes out, I'll do. Stuff on that from online, like yeah, the first book from 1977-83 is two hundred dollars. My God, it's probably completely worth it. When did this book come out, is it um? This book come out uh. Pages 2018, yeah, okay. It's like a, every two years in one of these. Um, anyway, so when the book comes out, we will go through that and all that. Um, let's talk a bit about these new bounty hunter comics. Um, I'd read the first couple a few months ago, I just read the third one on Marvel Unlimited, and I was kind of bored. I, I'm, I'm gonna keep re- re- reading this series, I'm, I'm gonna keep re- reading it because it's canon and I have a commitment now to do this podcast every week with new comics and stuff, so, um, but yeah, this, I know there are other people that really, really like this, and if you are a person that really like this comic, I, that's great, that's great, that's great, I, did not like these... I, again, I haven't read issues four or five, so if, I'm... Those are great. I'll stand corrected. I'm going to read those when they get to Marvel Unlimited, but... From where seven leaves off, um... I'm not going to do any spoilers, like the Vader stuff. Like, the Vader stuff was huge. Star Wars, like, the main Star Wars comic line is huge. I'm not going to go as in-depth with, like, the Bounty Hunters one. Um... But yeah, from where they they, they leave it off with uh, this guy Valens, Bay, Baylor Valens, and like the series follows him. Um, do you, I recommend it? If if you're a person who I you know what I'd say I'd say this is a better. I think it's better to read this all at once. I think that Bounty Hunter is gonna be much better to read when like a full arc is out. That's what I think, um, if you already have Marvel Unlimited, yeah, sure, go read it then. You, you're you're getting your $10 a month anyway from that app. Might as well read all the Star Wars content on there. So, yeah, but, um, I hope it gets better. I'd probably give it... Man, I hate to do this. 4 out of 10. I I really hate to do this. I was just I was just bored. I I I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know if it's just cuz like it it was late at night when I read them or what. Um But yeah, it it from where they leave off with number 7, number 8 could be really interesting. Um so anyway, it's about it follows this character, Baylor Valance. He's from and he was brought into canon about two years ago in the um Han Solo Imperial Cadet miniseries and then last year he was in uh Target Vader, where he picks up a bounty puck on Darth Vader and you can imagine how that goes. But yeah, uh so I I just don't really I'm just not that interested in the character, really. But he leaves his girlfriend behind in this latest issue. Um, I'm not going to give a spoiler alert because not that many people care about the comics. So, yeah, um, not that many people care. So, yeah, I'm not going to worry too much about spoilers. So, if... If you're interested in it, because these two comics do have uh, four L.O.M. and Zuckus. So, that was cool to, cool to see them again. They look pretty weird, I think. I uh, we did get a nice shout-out to um, them losing the Han Solo bounty. If this is, like, what Legends was like a lot with comics and stuff, that's really interesting, I'm sure, that, like, it's just in canon, like everything, just been so so tightly connected to the Skywalker saga. And I'm not really sure how I feel about that, I, and I think this is a I think this is like just collateral damage from that. If you have everything be so connected to the Skywalker saga and that storyline, then when you want to branch out and tell a story like this, it's it's not. Just as good, really, and I I really hate to that because I'm really enjoying the Mandalorian, um, and I think that that I I just think that if that's the case and if the Mandalorian's great but Bounty Hunters isn't as good, to me at least, I know a, a, a lot of people really like this comic series, um, then I guess they just just like the first Star Wars. A New Hope, they just captured that lightning in a bottle, you know. So, yeah. Um. All right, I'm gonna move move on from that now. I I do have high hopes for this though. I really really have high hopes for this. It's the premise is interesting. I think this, I I think it would be better as a Netflix series if they were to just release it all at once and I would be, be able to binge it. So that's just my take. Or everything would be, be be better as a book. Or maybe it's just because I'm reading this week to week. So but yeah, um I I do I, I do hold a hope for next issue and the next issue of this, Bounty Hunter's number eight, December twenty third, twenty twenty. So there's that. Sucks more about the holiday special now. Lego holiday special. I did say Yvonne was going to come on the show. Uh, that was incorrect. Yvonne is on. Yvonne has a flight to Mexico tomorrow. And I thought he could he, already be there, but his flight got delayed about... Uh, his, his flight got delayed th- by three days. So Yvonne was not able to... He has to pack tonight, so he could not... Make it to the podcast, um, but yeah, let's let's just talk some more about the holiday special. Something. So I've seen this three times now. I have seen this movie three times. I watched it twice on Tuesday and watched it once today. Um, I'm gonna bump up my rating. I am. I had it a six. Um, seven point five for me. I did. I enjoy it more, I enjoy it more, I get more time to sit with it, and I like it a lot more now, I, I, I really do, I really do, and I don't know if that's because I ha- I was trying to go into this with a critical eye, or what, but I did enjoy this movie now, um, so, let's, so let's just start at the beginning, like how we do with uh, The Mandalorian, Um, speaking of Mandalorian, the Lego Star wars intro that was that was fun um this makes me think like so we we saw Ray last there that makes so I, I was wondering if like what we were gonna be doing with that intro was kind of like the Marvel intro you know like they have a and it's just like the montage of the previous movies in the beginning. And they update it with each movie, but not by a lot. I almost wonder if it's just going to be, like, whatever our ongoing series is right now. I have a feeling what Mandalorian, what Star Wars going to do, is they're only going to have one or two ongoing series at a time. They're going to have one tentpole series. And then other, like, series along the way. Like, just... Character-driven miniseries, like I, I think we could see the casting Andor series going somewhere between three and five seasons. I only say that because like I don't like it when the show only gets two seasons. I, I'd almost rather it be like a limited series, give it three seasons, give it five seasons. That's just me. I, I don't like the whole two seasons thing because I gotta promote that the final season when final of two. It's not really a final season. That's just you getting canceled. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so. I don't know. That w- there was just that. Um, so at the beginning, so that makes you think, could we see more Lego Star Wars stuff on Disney Plus? I, I say yes. I say yes. I would not be sad about a yearly special. I wouldn't be sad about that. Um, but we'll see. We'll see where it goes in the future. We'll see where it goes. Um. Ray is training Finn at the beginning. And they never said that in the Red Skywalker movie that he was Force-sensitive. They never said that. Hint it. They hinted. They hinted. They only say it in the book. They only say it in the book. I almost feel like the book for the Rise of Skywalker is as essential to the film experience. And I think that's just a really, really sad thing to say. I wanna talk about that because this, this is supposed to be fun and everything. I just wanna I just wanna say that. Alright. Moving on. <laughs> Finn has a new path. <laughs> it's just just the wood stick. I thought that was so good. I I, I love that joke. Um Chewie uh, Poe comes in and he's like, Alright guys, Chewie's family, they're on the way, which is a reference to the original holiday special from nineteen seventy eight. And just reference, like last week, in um from a certain point of view, the Empire Strikes Back. So got that little um continuity in there. Which is fun. Um, Which, of course, you know, they they don't plan the the Lego special around the book. But I I just think it's fun that, like, they reference the same terrible, terrible movie and they kind of look apart. So, yeah. Um, (laughs) Rose goes, don't worry, as long as he he doesn't say, I have a plan, we're okay. Because post-plomatic Last Jedi's post plan. Oh my god. Oh my god. He he. Poe destroys the entire resistance because Laura Dern didn't get tell him what the plan was. All right. So Rey goes to Cordoku. And so I got a question. Is the crystal? Is the crystal? An entry to the world between worlds. Because wh- I think... I think that... Um, you know, the, the Lego stuff is canon-adjacent. That's what it is. That's the official like, canon dad da designation. Canon-adjacent. It's not, like, completely canon. Like, it's not going to contradict things. But it will for a joke. You know, like... Yeah, they probably did go celebrate... Like, they probably did go to Kashyyyk to celebrate Life Day. Rey probably was tr- training Finn. She Rey, she probably did go up to, to Kordoku. I don't think that Rey was... Jumping in and out of the Phantom Menace. I think maybe she entered the world between worlds from Rebels. And then... And then she, um, was able to just, like, view the movies from a distance. So, you know, that's just what I think. That's what I think, because then they'd have to establish time travel tr- 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 rules like Avengers Endgame. It's too complicated. So, um, I, I, I know it's not ilum. I just thought it was funny, because Owen and I, we, we play played Full Order so much, um, Rey can just walk into the Jedi Temple and get what she needs immediately, and there's no puzzles. There's no puzzles at all. So, you know, I, I just thought that was funny, because I there were a ton of them. Um, so she opens up her Doctor Strange portal of the Force and heads over to, to Dagobah from The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> and Rey is like... I wonder what kind of Jedi not knowledge, yo yo Yoda's giving Luke. <laughs> Luke just goes, Master Yoda, all the blood is rushing to my head. That was really really good. Uh, I love Lu- Luke's response to the, uh, do or do not. There is no, no no try line. Um, he goes. He just turns around and goes, but isn't trying like a good thing? And then Yoda just goes. participation trophies for Jedi there are not. You're right. There shouldn't be participation trophies for anyone. Don't go email me at mandalorianpodcast.com. Don't do that, because I'm correct. There should not be participation trophies. Um... (laughs) The line. And when she jumps to, like, the Trade Federation ship in The Phantom Menace... And then Obi-Wan just goes, bored, 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 bored. Because um, he's like, no one cares how to trade dispute. So, I love that because I've been like taking a deep dive recently in like, the making of the prequels. And I just watched the um, hour-long doc- documentary for, for The Phantom Menace called The Beginning. You can find it on YouTube. Just look like, oh, up the, the, the Beginning documentary Star Wars you can find it's from the official Star Wars channel or it's on the uh, DVD or Blu-ray for the fan Menace. I know it's at least on the DVD because I have the DVD so um and oh my god I might do like some DVD like dot documentary reviews for Star Wars because there is some oh man there is some especially for like the fan Menace there's like some pretty revealing stuff in those dot documentaries because I almost wonder if, like, George, like, fired the guy that edited together the, the documentary, because it just shows them. Because, like, with the Disney stuff, everyone's always like, oh, my God, this is the greatest movie ever. And, of course, this part is promoting a movie, you know? Um, But, yeah, like, even the documentary for the movie, like, first screening that Lucas saw... It was like, this movie's a mess. I can't edit things out. Because each... Because each um, scene just goes right into the next scene. Like, every scene in The Phantom Menace is essential. I can't take anything out of this. So, yeah, it's just... It was crazy. Um, So... Sorry, excuse me. Right from there... Uh, Ray jumps to attack the clones. to The scene where Anakin and Obi Wan are on the on on the, the elevator, like going going up to Padme's quarters, and then Anakin's just kind of like mocking Obi Wan. There's, um, like Obi Wan's talking, Anakin's is like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that was fun. Um, Ray goes, "There's no way they saw us," and Obi Wan jumps up in and goes, "Hello there." So that was fun. Um, so we cut back to the Millennium Falcon, where, um, Rose Van Poe, Chewie, and the droids are, uh, getting ready for Life Day, and, uh, Palpat- or not Pal- Pal- Palpatine, uh, Poe is Ro- is roasting the Tip-Yup which is, I think, Star Wars Turkey, because it's sick all the time. Um, uh, he calls it... Um, it's called engine grilling? That you can't, can't call it engine grilling. That sounds too much like Earth. It's not light-speed skipping, but that doesn't make sense either. Which, actually, I think, now, but light light-speed skipping just kind of foreshadows the whole movie because, you know... They're jumping through things too quickly for us to get a good handle on it. And they do those all the plot points in Rise of Skywalker. So that's just it, it JJ You did good. You did good. Alright. Um but yeah, but that's how how people make food at Galaxy's Edge. They roast their food in um like a pot racer engine, which Matt which we saw two weeks ago on the Mandalorian. She Ch- kept returned the passenger. With, um, Moto with the Kray Dragon. So we go now to Death Star 2. <laughs> we see this twice in the movie. When, like, whenever he cuts, like, the exterior of the second Death Star, you just see a little piece, like, fall off the bottom. You gotta, like, look for it. So next time you watch the Lego Holiday Special, just look for that. It's, 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 it's really good. Alright, uh, so go to 14 minutes into the movie. I'm gonna get there right now. Alright, I'm gonna assume 14 minutes in. And. Alright. He says trap. He says trap. I'm gonna go back again. There we go. The will arrive and fall into my trap. He says, truck. Not that it matters, it's just funny that he says, trip. Trip. Need some feedback on the mic. Alright, um, we'll get this done wrapped up soon then, before I end up sounding like Vader like last week. Um. Um invader just goes Death Star 2 is a little derivative. What if we call it Star Killer Base? Captain's like that's the stupidest name ever, which lay late, later on in the movie and that spoiled the movie. You should've seen the movie. It's on Disney, it's on Disney Plus, it's like forty-five minutes. Um it's fun. Um would pay pay off later because then they get Kylo Ren, and then he's like, and that's how we got the idea for Starkiller Base. Ooh, I like the name, Starkiller Base. I came up with that. Um. He gives so Vader gives Palpatine Pe- his life Day gift, which is a mug that says "Galaxy's Best Emperor," which is a recycled joke from the from the old Lego Star Wars stuff. There's a joke where like, Vader gets Pal. Pe- Helped him amongst the galaxy's best emperor, and he has the same reaction, like, I'm the galaxy's only emperor, I don't remember what it's from, I think it's from the Freemaker Adventures, but, I watched that when I was, like, in fifth grade, so it was sad, um, yeah, but, uh, Vader goes, um, I had to go up and down every gift shop on bat to get, to find that thing. So, Rey and Vader are kind of just jumping through the the saga, and they go to Battle of Hoth, and that's actually the first one they go to, I think. And then (laughs) Vader from Return Jedi fights Vader from Empire Strikes Back, and (laughs) then this stormtrooper just goes, Any idea what the protocol is here? And I love that line. I I love that line so much. I'm so glad they didn't ruin that in the trailer, because. I was dying laughing. Any idea what the protocol <laughs> I was thinking, what is the, what, is there, like, an official Imperial protocol for, like, Darth Vader fight fighting his future self? Is there a protocol for that? In, in the event that the Dark Lord of the Sith fa- faces himself from another timeline, just stand there. Don't fire. A, you're going to miss. B, you don't know which Vader you are shooting at. C, you'll probably shoot the one you aren't aiming for. So, yeah. Um. <laughs> so both Vaders kind of just start breathing at the same time, and that's how they realize, oh, you are me. And they're like, after her. And Vrae's just sitting there in the snow watching this out. I'm like, why doesn't she run away here? Like, I, I get it. I get it. But why doesn't she run away? It's annoying. It annoys me. Uh, so they keep jumping through the timelines. They go to Exegol. And then, like, they just... And then their portal opens, that strange portal. Some of these. So this Sift Trooper through. And then just this one Jet Trooper just kind of flies up. And I knew he, that he wasn't going to say it. But I, I really wanted him to go, thank god we fly now. Because, because have for the last 60 years. Then they all land on Tatooine. And, um, Obi-Wan from The Phantom Menace, Obi-Wan from Attack of the Clones, and Obi-Wan from Revenge of the Sith. All at the same time, go, hello there. It's, it's perfect, perfect dialogue. It's, it's fantastic. Well, sorry about that notification. Um, who shot first? There was it Old Han or Young Han. We'll never know the answer. Uh, Luke goes, Ray and Vader uh, are fighting, and then Luke gets the crystal he got young Luke, like the binary sons from New Hope Luke. And he goes, Private farm, private farm, no trespassing! I love that line so much. It was so, so funny. Uh, we cut back to BB-8. Just sitting there in the cave. Wouldn't it be no time at all for for BB-8? Because he is just, like, chilling there. And that's not really how time travel works, so, you know. Yeah. Uh... And wouldn't it be the same thing for Palpatine because Vader gets back at the crystal and he goes, took you long enough. It's been a couple of seconds to man. Um, <laughs> we go back to Falcon and Pogo's. This is the greatest disaster since Jar Jar's Senate speech. I love that line so much. Max Rebo shows up from Return of the Jedi. Um, Maz Ma- Ma- there. And she goes, where's my my boyfriend and me after watching this Lego special for a third time? she goes, is, isn't is Mala there? Chewie's wife? Chewie, I didn't take you for the type, man. Disappointing. I don't care what you think of the sequels, but that line ruins Star Wars. So, hope you're happy Lucas. Um, Sarah's already ruined, so it doesn't really matter. By the way, stick around after the end of the show, because there's more of me talking like George. Maybe I'll just do an entire show. I'll do um, commentary for 15 minutes. And there's George Lucas. I don't know. See how things. It's more unnoticed, more about, so hopefully it'll work. Because each, each podcast is the last one. It's like a poem. It's poetry. Star Wars. Um, then, then a Rodian shows up. Like, it can't be Greedo. <laughs> he just goes, Makanki. <laughs> which. Oh, it's, 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 so fun. It's, it's so funny. It's so funny. So Kylo Ren gets back to. Uh, so, the Kylo Ren thing happens, I go to Kylo Ren, he comes back to, to SR2, and he's like, but sending Vader to the forest moon is is what starts the whole chain of events that ends with you being thrown down down a reactor shaft, and there's no coming back from that, which I... So funny, because it didn't explain the movie. Um, another thing, which is serious, I've, we've really got to see in this, so over the course of a couple of minutes, how much Luke matures over the course of the four years in the original trilogy. Because, like, Kylo Ren says the same thing to both, and to both, like, pre-Adventure Luke, like, ta, Tatooine Luke, and Endor Luke. And then Tatooine Luke says... He says, um, I've never met this guy before. And But then the mature Luke says basically the same thing, but just, he's not you out, he goes. Kid, I've never met, met you before in my life. And I really that That was more like the Battlefront 2 Luke Skywalker, which I really enjoyed. He's very wise in that game. And it, it's great, it's great. Uh, the crystal flies to Rey, skipping over Ben Solo, just like it does in The Force of Oh moment still gives me chills so the movie is over and poe cries like three times over the course of this movie Poe doesn't cry at all in the sequence it doesn't matter it doesn't matter um this is silly joke um finn just immediately breaks the table with the ray with the raised lightsaber so i i just thought that was funny that was funny all right those are my thoughts on lego star wars holiday special thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast pretty long podcast uh i'm this podcast it's one of the longer episodes though so we got uh leg later on tonight guys coming back with um uh samando talk talking about chapter 12 so that's exciting that's very exciting so, thank you guys so, so much for listening. You guys can find us on Instagram at Kid Commentaries Network. Make sure to to check, to check out the website, kidcommentariesnetwork.com, and also leave a five-star review on iTunes, and we'll read here on the show. We read all of the five-star reviews uh, on the Mandalorian podcast co- coverage. So, uh, tonight, there's going to be a five-star review that gets read, and if you want it to be yours in that next week, then head over to iTunes and leave a five-star review because it really helps out the show it helps us gain listeners and we get higher up in the charts which then allows us to do more things we could do a giveaway like when the next movie comes out we could do do like a fan event which oh, would be so much fun be so much fun alright Um. yeah at gmail.com it's the email for now I'm trying to change it to be H- Hut Radio but you no, know, whatever um, yeah, thank you guys so, so, so much for listening to this podcast. I'm your host, Drew Gretch, and may the force be with you, always. Alright, this is, uh, this is George Lucas. We're making, uh, Star Wars, episode one. It's the beginning. And uh, just kind of got over here, just Jar Jar. Um, Just Jar Jar, jar, just keep all this. If we can just get Jar Jar working. Uh, Because we've never had a character that's been that funny in the previous pictures. Uh, Sometimes I'll just forget to say action cut. I can trust Rick. You can do it then. Alright. Okay. Uh, you know, I sold it to Disney because um no one really because it all said, you know, why are you doing do another one, you know? Say hate hate you for it and why'd you do it? So I stopped doing it. Um